0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at Byte.com. That's B Y T E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. But I but
1: I am excited about what I see like compared to a Syracuse football right now, which is feeling tired, a Syracuse basketball is feeling wired. It's feeling like there's a lot of new,
0: a lot of the Sam One liners. The Orange Zone, sponsored by Billy Whittaker Cars and Trucks.
2: What's up, everybody? This begins a new part of the year. We're back for Orange Zone hoops, baby. I mean, Orange Zone, it's in the name. I'm Tommy Sladak. We have Samantha Crosstin. We have Brendan Hodges on the producer Mike. A reminder, you can find every episode on Spotify, Apple, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, or you can watch us on our YouTube page, TikTok, the gram we're up on it all we are going to be releasing stuff weekly at least in basketball season football with this crossover bear with us some stuff will be coming out on different days but we'll be doing our best to bring you as much content um, because it's an exciting time for Syracuse hoops we have a first year coach on the men's side we have a second year coach on the women's and a lot of players to like last night or excuse me Monday night we had the first real game of a brand new era and it was adrian autry getting a win with the orange 83 to 72 over new hampshire amazing start to put it in to put it in simple terms amazing start sloppy second half they got the win he got the water bath what are you feeling mood wise around this team
1: yeah i mean first of all it's a, it's a big congratulations, right? That's a, that's a really special moment. Saw some of those pictures coming out of SU basketball with the game ball and the bath and all of that, and I'm, I'm really excited for him. I did think that this was an interesting game because I did get to watch most of it, and it seemed like in that first quarter, like this team's going to be putting up huge numbers. Right. And then definitely a dramatic fall off there. Listen, it's the first game, so things are going to happen. Kind of need to see how things shake out. Yep. Also having a player suspended, Benny Williams. So there's a lot going on, but it was an interesting, it was an interesting game. Either way, they got the win. And the people who are on my mind, like people who I was really watching closely and I'm focused on, is Naheem McLeod. And I'm also really liking what I'm seeing from Quadir Copeland. Yes,
2: big Quadir really, guy. Really,
1: real like, like Quadir Stan. Like I just want to say that right in the beginning. I think he's very selfless. I like the way he's assisting. I think he has good vision. And he's someone who I look at him and I feel excited. I feel excited about the talent that they have, about the new guys that they have. And I think we'll know more, you know, of course, two, three, four games into the season. I always say you can't judge anything about a season by the first game.
2: You just can't. And that's across in all sports. Across all sports, basketball especially, because what we're seeing right now, and I believe what we saw is – Uh, A coaching staff just trying to figure out what five works well together and when. If someone's getting gassed, who kind of ends up making up for it? They switched to the zone there in the second half to kind of help out with some defense. So we're, we're seeing, I believe, Adrian Autry just figure things out right now. Because Naheem McLeod didn't play much at all. In fact, he didn't do great last night. No, and they ended up going smaller in the second half. Is that something we're more going to be used to seeing moving forward? How much does not having Benny Williams in there impact how these rotations work? And and then even even Quadir Copeland, 10 points, 13 rebounds, amazing stat line, but he's a pretty big dude. He gives me the energy of someone that you know probably was very natural as a point guard, but you have Judah Mintz out there, you have J.J. Starling, and I believe his role is kind of still to be discovered. But end of the day, his role right now, and at least in a fan's mind, is a hustler and someone that's just going to make things happen mm-hmm. out there. He's just he's scrappy. He's involved in the game.
1: He simply makes plays, and I think <clears throat> you really kind of is it hit the nail on the head. That's right, right? Yeah, I think you nailed it. Okay. I hit the nail on the head Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, that I, I think there there's so much to figure out in basketball. Right. Because it's like not only do you have these five guys, but you also have people who were not a part of that core five last year. And how do all these personalities mesh? How do all of these players mesh? Who do you really want in there? What are the best combinations? So much of that is yet to be discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I am excited about what I see, like compared to. A Syracuse football right now, which is feeling tired. A Syracuse basketball is feeling wired. It's feeling like the there's a lot of new, a lot
0: of the Sam one-liners.
2: <laughs> yeah, Brendan's here, by the way. Brendan, <laughs> have you heard that voice? How you doing, Brendan? What Dude, do you? What did you think that
0: of the game? Got me hyped right there. Tired to watch. Oh my God, <laughs> Sam, save some heat for later in the season, girl. <laughs> save it. Cook up, Sam. Let's go. Sorry, I'll, no, b- I'll back okay. off you don't. You know I'm cheffing.
1: Here, uh, listen. Or er, er, go ahead, Brendan.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I was going to back off. I, I couldn't watch the game because I was working the Monday night football game for okay. the NFL. But I, I, I just love the one-liner, and I missed when those happened at a more regular basis. Thanks, bro.
1: More coming soon. The other thing that stuck out to me from what I saw last night was also the way that this team shares the ball. I remember right. seeing something on Twitter to the effect of there were eight different scores in the first eight minutes. Is that correct? I believe I that's it right. I mean, that is something special. Again, you don't know if it's a pattern or not, but just off the bat, that is something that sticks out to me. And again, listen, we didn't even really bring him up yet, but Judah Mintz, I mean, I, I just think he's a special guy. Like there are definitely some mistakes that he makes early on in the mm. first game, but the way that he's able to draw fouls and make things happen, and there's so many people on him, and there's so many people watching to see what his move is. Um, I think he's somebody who's going to draw coverage and make big plays.
2: It's a guarantee that other teams have to game plan for him. Have to. They have to. And that's and to have a player like that is a very big deal in college basketball. You want those guys. You want multiple guys. Um, J.J. Starling, 10 points, five boards, two assists. Not his best game. He, he To me, just got a, a little quiet out there. At one point, I saw him a little bit limping up the floor. So um, we'll kind of see what's going on with him. Justin Taylor, I really like the way he came alive in that second half because Syracuse needed that they were looking for someone to really be making that those plays when the game kind of got down to like 10, six points and Taylor came up big in a few big moments. I also really like watching Kyle cuff. He's a transfer from Kansas um, playing a little bit more than I, than I thought he would. Cause I guess it was really not much to go off of cause just cause he was dealing with some injuries and stuff like that. But um, there's, there's a lot we're going to be seeing and end of the day, You're happy they got the win, but you want to be seeing more separation in a game like that.
1: Correct. You're managing your expectations for this moment. You knew going into this that Syracuse was the better team. They proved it, but again, it's a matter of how can you make sure that you are maintaining those expectations throughout all four quarters because against bigger and better competition, that matters.
2: Big time. And they have another game on Wednesday. We're going to look to get this out Tuesday night, so there's a little bit of time with that. But just to make this episode nice and relevant for a few days, we're going to give you the come-up of what's going on here. It's Canisius Wednesday night at the Dome out of Western New York. They haven't played a game yet, so we'll see what the Golden Griffs got going on. And then next Tuesday is a game – Every fan knows is coming at this point, and that's the Colgate Raiders are Ooh. driving an hour up from Hamilton to Syracuse. They have won the last two, two years. <laughs> so we will see if the bookies finally catch on to that because Syracuse has stayed the favorite. We'll see with this one. Keegan Records is back. There's big names back at this team, and it would not surprise me at all, at all, if Matt Langell's team's favorite in this one. So we'll find out, and then a full week after that, just one game next week, sad, Tear face. Syracuse taking on Tennessee on Monday, November twentieth. Part of that ACC-SEC challenge.
1: Lordy, lordy. No, that's a listen. It's all exciting. The Colgate one. I mean, you have to be just fired up about that. I feel more fired Same up. Same with maybe. The Colgate,
2: by the way, for our newer, newer listeners.
1: Yes, that's right. Colgate. Alum. And she went to
2: Syracuse, so she's. Really and I went to
1: Syracuse, but bleeding everything. I, I'm bleeding everything, but in a game like that, you know, I, you know, I got to be throwing on my maroon. I won't actually be because I'll be covering it, but I'll be thinking that. Um. Uh, listen, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with them. I think that's always a great game. And to me, in the beginning of the season, having those regional contests, just a special feel about it. Something exciting, even for the fans.
2: And one of the bigger questions when you look at the next few games is when and when does Benny Williams come back? Um, I know fans have been kind of poking around trying to find anything they can on this one. Junior forward was. They were announced that he was suspended. For a violation of team rules ahead of last week's exhibition game with the College of Saint Rose, the rhetoric on the tweet was that he would be back soon. Adrian Autry, short and simple, was like, "He'll be back soon." In that post game, this time around, we get word before the game that he's not playing in the game. I thought, I thought if it was something like he'd be back soon, something real minor, and he'd be you know good to go on Monday, he doesn't play again. Adrian Autry, after the game, amidst the you know kind of happiness of the first win, asked about him. He just responded with "No." When there was like, "Is there anything new on this?" So bold. It in. It's interesting. I don't know.
1: It's concrete. I just and I kind of like that. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah? I actually, yeah, actually, I I kind of like that off the rip. I think in a way it's sending the message. Listen, we still don't know. As per usual, the details surrounding why this suspension occurred. But the point is to me, you know that that's a decision that the coach makes. And I feel like it's very clear. It's a very clear message of there are certain things under my leadership that will not be tolerated.
2: 100%. And I think
1: in year one, you need to be very, very clear, maybe even pushing the boundaries of being crystal clear of what is okay and what is not okay setting an example it's setting an example in year one so that everybody knows for years to follow if you're on the adrian autry train then there are certain rules that you need to abide by
2: and this was some someone that we're expecting to start in games this year he's a junior at this point it's kind of funny because you know when he came in i believe he was the only freshman two years ago or the only real freshman that was you know kind of the uh you know scholarship big name player to come in there was a lot of just you know when is he going to build up And last year and in last year there was there was improvements and so it was kind of there was a lot of excitement around what could Benny Williams be turning into as a junior just haven't really gotten a chance to see it too much he did play against Damon but we shall see
0: the spirit of performance is what defines Acura and now it's electric introducing the ZDX Acura's most powerful SUV yet Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
2: Um, as for the SU women, game happening on Tuesday night, home opener. Uh, Felicia ligat has been a story just kind of on her own this year. And that is because she went through some health stuff, some surgeries, as she told us last week. That kind of kept her out of coaching a bit. Really, no details that she's comfortable sharing, and obviously, we're going to respect that. But that's a big story for someone that is so, uh, you know, has has so much energy on the sideline. For her health reasons, you're going to see her. She says more calm and that is something that we're going to need to get used to here but still an exciting team her team went 20 and 13 in her first year back at her at her Alma Mater Alma Mater she went to Notre uh Alma Mater why does that sound so weird in my head that's right you're Alma okay. Mater you're doing okay um she's a Nottingham Bulldog but back for year 2 DH affairs back We've got some <sighs> newcomers that are back um it's basketball season it's it's for you and me it's kind of great cuz it's like our teams have a game it feels like every other night
1: i mean Absolutely. And again, back to that point with FLJ for a second. I did think that was so interesting. Of course, like you said, respecting the boundaries of um, what had occurred. But the point is that she was even saying, like, listen, my husband is telling me I saw what you you just went through. We need to kind of take it easy here. And you know that that's not in her inherent nature. I just feel like even in her press conferences, she's like me. She's such an expressive person, like always using her hands and all those kinds of things. So in a way, that's interesting that she has to adjust to her own personal challenge. And I'm sure that the way that she overcomes that and the way that she handles that, all of her players are looking up to that as well. But the fact that that De'Asia's spare, oh my God.
2: de Fair.
1: <laughs> De-Asia Fair.
2: Can you spare a fair?
1: Because, <laughs> you know, what I actually wanted to say the fact that de Fair is back is
2: special. So that's
1: how it, that's how it happened. Um, but I, I do think that that shows something really important about their relationship. Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah.
1: And about the way that not only FLJ will be able to recruit but the way that she'll be able to hold on to people how often do we talk about that it feels like the name of the game is how do I make sure that all of the players that I recruit don't transfer or aren't interested in going somewhere else and there are so many factors involved in that money and NIL deals and all these other things that Syracuse isn't really great at competing in but you know what I really thought about this a lot from the standpoint of being an athlete and the truth of the matter is I mean, listen, there was never that much. There really wasn't all that much money to go around, I feel like, at Colgate, even if I was there during the NIL era. but sure. So I get it that it's different when it's big time money. But if it's a coach who you really love and stand by, like, that's just one of the most important things to me personally. And I'm sure that a lot of other people feel the same way.
2: Absolutely. And and having her family just in the Rochester area is, areas I'm sure, great because, you know, the WNBA, really the closest she's going to be getting would be the New York Liberty, which hope for that. That would be great. Down there with Brianna Stewart. She's with Stewie. Just got all the Syracuse area connections going on. But That'd this is unreal. I'm really excited for this team, Sam, um, because you have the returners. And I loved what I saw in the exhibition game from some of these freshmen. Two names I want fans to keep an eye on. Sophie Burroughs, sharpshooter. She hits the three. Australian, Tiana Mongakahia. The Australians have been here at SU before. And the other is Alyssa Latham. A little bit more of um, she's 6'2", I believe, but she, she moves around like she could be a guard. So really exciting players. Happy for this one. Um, excited for this one. And I know it's a question that we've asked before, but could you see either of these teams making the dance this year? And I think my clear answer as to who my favorite out of the men's and women's team, and it would be the women to to do it for what they were able to do in year one.
1: I know we've had that discussion and it's so hard. It almost feels like it's still hard for me to say I am still leaning towards the women at this point. So if I had to put my money on it, that's what I would do. Hey, real quick final thoughts. Yeah, hit me with the it. The LSU upset in the women's basketball.
2: I was sphere. just kind of seeing like house of highlights stuff on it, but I didn't see the full thing. I didn't it was see bit the bit, full I, was working.
1: I didn't see the full thing either, but someone checked me on this. I believe it was Colorado ranked 20th.
0: Okay. That is correct.
1: And I was like, "Hey now, hey now. This was a team that everybody was so excited about because you had Angel Reese back with them. You had Haley Van Lith, the transfer yep. from Louisville. Whoa. And it makes you realize that basketball, like, this is the reason that no one sleeps until May. I am entertained, and I am ready to be entertained again. I also think on the men's side, JMU had a big upset there as well.
2: I was going to say, JMU beat number four Michigan State. Free JMU. That's what I have to say. Ryan. Free JMU. Yes. Let them keep, Let them be not just a bowl game. If they if they keep this thing going, let them play in the New Year's Six. It's 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 criminal. Free it's messed the, up. Free the Duke Dogs. Yes. Free them we're out of here Brandon. actually any any final thoughts i actually have a trivia question if you
0: want to try oh that. yeah let's do it so this week's theme uh we'll have obviously this basketball episode coming out tuesday uh football episode coming out wednesday ahead of uh, su pit down at yankee stadium it's about uh picking single teams and uh, sticking to your guns and playing by yourself and not teaming up with others because we want individual accolades right tommy
2: I'm not sure where you're going with this. You,
0: <laughs> yes, I, I'm giving you credit for answering trivia right. Oh, but, but like, so it, that was a dig on Sam and and James Munger, who's not here with us right now, thinking they can uh, ride your coattails to the victory. Um, in four, so obviously, congratulations to Red Autry, first win. Uh, I'm sure he didn't sprout any gray hairs last night. We know he had red hair. Thank you, Lawrence Moden, for yeah. that little story thank earlier. You, thank you this year. Thank you, poetry. Um In 47 years, though. Do you guys want to take a guess at how many – this isn't the question. How many season openers Jim Bayheim lost in 47 years? Season openers. Four. One. Sam's close. He lost five season openers okay. in 47 years at Syracuse. All That's you amazing. need to do is name one of the teams that beat his teams.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Or no, Colgate Le, wasn't Le a Mo- season opener, right?
2: I don't. They could have been though. No, but not not the past two years, because uh, they they had one before that for I think pre Jim Beheim. Um, Lemoyne would have been an exhibition because they were D two, so it's not that. Wait, um, why not
1: the last two years? He said any of them.
2: Well, no, just it was
1: it was the, that wasn't the season. It opener. It wasn't the season Kay.
2: opener. Um, at least I don't think.
1: Like what? No, because this is the thing Brendan would do. I I don't remember.
2: No, no. I they definitely played like Lafayette, um, Lehigh. I think I actually played Lafayette and Lehigh both of those years to start the season. You can quote me on that, uh, or don't quote me. Check me <laughs> and then quote me. I'll be cool if I get the check.
0: Turn. Check his work from home, um, audience, please.
2: Uh, I just can't. Th- I just can't think of like it, it a, off the top of my head. Are you
1: sure? Are you sure it wasn't Go ahead. Colgate? Say it. I'm just gonna say because if I don't and that was it, I'm gonna. I will pass away.
2: I'll say Michigan, just randomly.
0: And Sam's going Colgate? Yeah. yeah. You were both wrong. Okay. I'll give you one more chance, and I will give you hints. Isn't
2: this not the produ- the the trivia question?
0: No, th- this is the trivia no, this question. Is. Oh, it w- is? I, I, yeah, I asked you, like, how many games do you think he lost out of season opener? Yeah, that wasn't the trivia. Okay. And I was
1: really close to that. I All right,
2: yeah. now I'm caring a little okay, bit more yeah. about that. <laughs>
0: So in 47 years Jim Beheim only lost five season openers. Name one of the five teams that beat him. And can what's the can hint? you give us the years? Can you give us the years? I don't have the years. Can you
1: give us the the I will lo- give you location a I, from?
0: I will give you a conference that one of the teams is in. The Atlantic 10.
1: That seems like a pretty oh. that seems like a pretty cheapo Hint, quite honestly. Th-
0: this is where the team currently is, not necessarily where they were at the so time. So it's not Temple. W- I can also tell you, and this, <laughs> is, this is a fun fact, none of these losses came in a true road setting. They were all neutral site games or at the Dome.
2: Okay. All right. Current current Atlantic 10 team. So Rhode Island, UMass. UMass had some great years there. LaSalle. St. Joe's, mm-hmm. Richmond. It feels like it could VCU, be It, it feels UMass. like it could be
1: a St. Joe's. You think it's a St. Joe's situation. Kind of, yeah.
2: Rhode Island, UMass, St. Louis. Da- Dayton's is Dayton still in the A10? I Feel like they've moved on.
0: I think they moved on. I'm going to go UMass.
1: I'll go St. Joe's.
0: You are once again both incorrect. Ah. The Atlantic 10 team, George Washington University. What year? I cannot remember. I need those years. What I, were the I,
1: other teams out of the
0: other reality? teams? Yeah, out of the American. Now they're out of the American. They they weren't at the time, or maybe they were. Memphis, hmm. Charlotte. I think Charlotte may have been like early two thousands. Okay. Memphis as well. Um, out of the ACC. Oh no. Virginia, that was just a couple of years ago.
2: That does sound right. Why was that game so early?
0: Would, it, would that have been the COVID year, like where they were only playing? It could have been. Oh. I think that was what that year was. That actually,
2: that, that now that you mention it, that's coming back to me that they had that game. I remember the story being <laughs> a conference game so early. Back
0: when Syracuse was in the Big East, they played North Carolina in a season opener. Wow. How about that?
2: All right, good
1: stuff, good, one, good stuff, Brendan. Hey, Thank w. you.
0: I apologize for not having the years on hand. I meant That's to write good. those down. Um, you can check my work on SportsReference.com. Like you can check Tommy's work. About, Honestly, Syracuse the, fans
2: are so good at those things. I bet people. I bet someone knows this. They are. They aren't, some, the, they some aren't, some aren't the only the
0: ones. They are not the only ones who are good at those things. Wow, are you dissing them now? I'm di- no. I'm giving a shout out to Florida State fans and mm. uh, Purdue fans who may have gotten it wrong but at least they like to check our work they do
2: check our work all right
0: all right all right Sam
2: Cross and Brendan Hodges Tommy Sladek. we're out of here we'll be back next week orange Zone pod make sure to like subscribe comment share we appreciate it thank you let us know we think peace
1: peace.